With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everybody, welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. What do you do if you're confronted by a red-eyed creature? The old road organ, as it's sometimes known. Or in this case, the red-eyed hedge monster. Now, science tells us that animals don't have self-luminous eyes. They often have eyes that are reflective in order to help them see in the dark but their eyes don't glow and they very seldom are red in colour. If you try to look up online what watched you from the dark with glowing red eyes, you'll be confronted with hundreds of options, from red-eyed devil dog to shadow shapeshifters. Now, I've taken many reports over the years from people confronted by red eyes, red-eyed creatures, red-eyed beings, And honestly, no two reports are the same. Some attribute the eyes to dogmen or demons, while others, like our first witness, cannot say what watched them, just that it remained hidden and had red eyes. You'll also hear from witnesses who've experienced something like the old road organ, which translates as old red eyes. Now, the legend of the old road organ began after a series of children went missing. They were believed to be victims of a shape-changing cannibal. Eventually, a large naked man was seen running away from a young girl's room. He was shot, but he changed into the form of a large black dog to escape. Now, the old road organ was said to have been a seven-foot-tall black clothed human who would change into a large black dog with fiery red eyes. In most recent times he's taken the form of a dark shadow figure with also with red eyes whose late evening appearance is usually followed by a menacing dog's growl. The old road organ fits many of the reports I've taken from the witnesses and I've shared a number of them with you. Let me know what you think. Our first report is the red-eyed hedge monster. And this came into me uh, through email from a chap. And he said, Deborah, I was going to give you my account of the red-eyed hedge monster. I saw it back in 1990, 1991. At the time, I was 18 and I was into the festival rave lifestyle. And we were pretty much nomadic back then. We lived in old vans that we would convert from anything we could adapt, like coaches and caravans. We would usually live in some pretty extreme places out of the way. But when I saw the red-eyed thing, we were living around Stroud in Gloucestershire. 
Stroud was where most of us were born. It's a hippie town, a bit like Glastonbury. So we didn't get much hassle from the local people or the old bill. We parked up in different groups that varied in numbers and there could be between 60 to 40 vehicles, depending on where we were. One of the sites I stayed at had over 250 buses, vans and converted vehicles on it. The night all this happened was no different than any other, or I should say, it started no differently than any other. I remember it was a cold autumn night and me and my friend decided to go and get some food. We were living on Hairsfield Beacon, which is set on top of an escarpment. There's a large old woodland and it has very rugged land around it. We had to drive from our camp to go and get food, so we jumped in the car and set off. I was driving about 40 miles an hour because it was foggy and we both knew the road like the back of our hands. The road was clear, but then 50 yards in front of us, from the left to the right, walked this tall, and I mean very tall, man. And it just came flying over the wall. And this was a Cotswold stone wall, probably about five feet tall. This thing ran in front of the car and looked at us. We were coming up on it fast, and when we were about 40 yards and closing, it didn't even care we were there. It took one step and two steps. It looked at us head on and its eyes were glowing red. On the third step, it jumped the wall, which was, this wall was about six feet in height, on the other side of the road. We slammed on the brakes, but it had already jumped the wall and it covered the road in just three steps. We both looked at each other and said at the same time, what was that? I don't know what it was. I don't know what to call it or how to really explain what it was. All I can say is it was at the smallest seven foot tall, but it was also very skinny. We had to carry on and we went down to the shop and we were just talking to each other about what it was we saw and why had it shown itself. It felt like that's a bad thing, you know, seeing it, I mean. We saw it had red eyes and you could see those clearly. It was just freaky. As we drove, we talked on and on about it. On the way back, we got out of the car where we had seen it. I had a big security mag light in the car and I wanted to see how it just vanished over that wall. We shone the light at the wall and there was no style or gate or anything for this thing to pass through. It must have jumped the wall, moving at speed. We just set off puzzled about what had happened. We just went back to the site. Over the next five weeks, the red-eyed thing was seen by other people living in the vans in different parts of the area. We worked out that it was like a 20-mile radius from our site that the red eyes in the hedge were being seen and some people would say it was just there watching them. After a bit of time, it sort of became a rural legend that was witnessed by other travellers living in the area. It was spotted watching from the shadows or watching from the tree line. But me and my friend saw it run in front of my car and it was only about 80 yards away. And as I said, it jumped that wall and it was about five feet in height and it just vanished. 
The funny thing is, me and my friend didn't mention it to anyone else. And we were told a few days later that one of our other mates had seen some weirdo spying on him in the woods when he was taking firewood at night. And he said that this weirdo had red eyes. Then he was spotted by other travellers lurking in the bushes and they would mention red eyes also. Now, I think there's something about the red eye thing that's just creepy. I think it's the unknown, you know, not knowing what stalks you or watches you from the trees as you walk faster and faster in the hopes you make it out to the light of the streets before the bearer of the eyes catches up to you. Not knowing what those eyes belong to. How large is it? How fast is it? How powerful is it? What is it? What is out there in the night that sometimes walks on four legs like a shuck or a shug, yet it can also walk on two, like a human, and is sometimes described as ape-like, dog-like, or even minotaur in shape. Now, this next report also mentions a number of people who live in converted vehicles who have also seen the old... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Drogue Hogan. This next account also takes place in the 1980s and it was in the Romford area and it is known as the Romford Red-Eyed Creature. I was contacted by a witness who's now a very good friend. We started speaking a number of years ago. And she said, I live in Essex and I love being out in nature. In fact, my whole life today has been entwined with Mother Earth, the Green Man, and our early beliefs here in the UK. I've seen some strange stuff out there over the years when I've been out in the woods or the fields. The government tells me that there are no large cats here and yet people report them constantly, which tells me the cats are definitely out there. When you witness something you're not supposed to be seeing and you're still told they don't exist, it opens your mind up to what else may be roaming around out there. 
I've also seen one of the large cats near the M11 motorway. I saw it in daylight and I had had a couple of unusual nighttime experiences by the river in Harlow. But I'll explain those another time. For now, I just want to share something that happened in the hope that you or your friends can shed some light on what happened to me and my friends back then. There's an area around Lambourne End and Airbridge and it's still very rural, but it was even quieter 30 years ago, back when I was a teenager. There wasn't a lot to do at night and on the weekends, so we'd just meet up and go out for drives on whatever vehicle you could get hold of. You know, we used to go out for a drive around, looking for your friends, just wasting hours around the lanes and back again. And we'd do this quite a bit. One night... I was on the back of my mate's motorbike and we were going down Hole Lane towards the Lambourne end. He was a safe rider, he was taking his time and I was on the pillion. He leaned back at one point and said to me, do you see that? And I replied, no, I haven't seen anything. And I asked what he'd spotted. I was expecting him to say something like it was a fox, you know. I expected him to just have seen a bit of wildlife. Instead of answering, he said, hang on. And he opened the bike up and took off. And he was really speeding down the lane, which is totally unusual for him. We didn't slow down until we got to my house. I was a bit surprised, actually, and I asked him what on earth he was doing. And he said he'd seen something big and very black, just a huge dark lump with bright eyes, that reflected in the headlight and it was on the edge of the field to our left and he said as we got close to it it changed its stance and it dropped down to the road edge and it kept itself hidden behind the hedge and he could still see its eyes that and the size of the thing are what stood out to him the most he said it was huge and what bothered him more than anything was it moved towards us and not away from us? And that's why he sped off on the bike. We never did find out what that was. But I still remember everything about that night and how worried and shook up my friend was. A few years later, that night came up in a conversation with a different friend. And he told me about a night when he was out on the mini, out in his mini car, which was fitted with rally spotlights on the front. He was driving up the same lane we were on with the bike and he explained something he could not explain or describe other than that it was hulking, huge and darker than the night. It crossed the road ahead of him. He couldn't make it out clearly and his lights didn't quite reach the figure to illuminate it. But as he drove past the spot he was standing on, he saw red eyes looking at him from the hedge. Strangely, and to add to the mystery of this thing, it was seen again. And it was around the same time by another group of friends who were staying in a nearby field. They'd camped and set up a site and they were in a few buses that they converted just off Hole Lane. They said one night when it was dark and they were getting ready to turn in for the night, they all heard a massive skidding of brakes and they thought that a car had crashed in the lane. So they rushed out and went down the lane to look in case anyone needed help. They reached the area just as the car screeched off. Standing 
in the car lights and silhouetted by the field gate was what they described as a huge black shape that was as wide as two big blokes together and this shape just stood about seven feet tall. She said, I found it interesting that three local folk that I knew had experiences down there and I wonder how many others have too. Funnily enough, I'm in my 50s now and I still don't like driving down Hole Lane. I go the long way round every time. And I think our witness has good cause to remember this incident whenever she's confronted by Hole Lane. I don't think most of us would be revisiting an area where we had encountered something standing seven feet tall that's blacker than the night and with red eyes that starts to come towards you. Now our next witness got more than she bargained for on a holiday over the border in Scotland. Josephine Aldridge says she will never go up Dundonald Hill again as long as she lives after an experience that happened when she visited the area. Josephine had recently been spending a little time in Kilmarnock and it was in the summer of 1994 and she was on holiday. Josephine decided to visit Dundonald Castle to tour the castle and its grounds. Now, while walking on the hill, the two Labrador dogs suddenly started to go berserk. They were acting really strange, she said. They were running around in circles, growling and snapping at the air before finally slinking down to the ground as far as they could go. They had their tails tucked beneath them and they were crawling backwards in obvious terror at something they couldn't see. Then Josephine saw what was scaring her dogs. It was a huge creature that she struggled to describe. She said it appeared some distance to the side of her. She had not noticed it before. And she is sure that if it had been there earlier, she would most definitely have seen it. Now, it did not seem to be solid flesh and blood, she said, because she could see the grass of the hill through its body. But it was covered in longest charcoal-coloured hair. It made no indentations in the grass and Josephine reflected on its face. She thought that maybe it was ghost-like. The thing that struck her the most was its eyes. The eyes were two long slits which glowed bright red. It had two holes where the nose should have been and it had very thick lips. In fact, it was not dissimilar to a gorilla in shape, although it stood well over 10 feet tall on two legs. When confronted by the strange sight, Josephine began to pray and the, the creature, after a few moments, slowly faded out of sight. But the dog's behaviour never changed and Josephine felt sure that the monster, her words, was still around. Josephine left Dundonan Hill in a hurry, not too far behind her whimpering dogs. I wonder if the creature just cloaked. It was still there, but you just they couldn't see it anymore. The dogs were clearly very upset by it. Now, these accounts happen all across the UK. You know, there's no typical area for it or anything like that. And so now we zoom off to Norfolk in an area called Clay. Hi, Debbie. I'd like to tell you about a rather unpleasant encounter 
I had one night in 1987. I was about 20 years old at the time and I was living in a town called Clay on the East Coast. I'd been visiting a mate in my local town of Holt and I was walking the four miles home just after midnight. Halfway along the route, the road crosses a stream and it passes through a thick wooded valley. That night it was very dark, there was no moon and it was too cloudy to see any stars. I started to feel uneasy, but I put that down to my normal reaction to just being out in the dark. I just kept walking through the woods. Then I just froze because there to my right, just inside the trees, was a pair of what looked like bright red, glowing eyes. I stood looking for a while, but whatever owned those eyes didn't move. I soon realised that as there was no light source, it couldn't be normal eye shine reflection. This thing's eyes were glowing red by themselves, and that's impossible. It was looking along the road in the direction that I was heading. Now, most people were discarded, but for some reason... And I've got no idea why. I wanted to scare it. I ran towards it into the wood. I stopped about 10 feet away from it. And I gave the loudest screaming roar that I could manage. Didn't matter. Nothing happened. He didn't seem to care that I was there. It just kept staring up the road in the same direction. I didn't know what to do next. But then, like something out of a nightmare... It slowly rotated its head until it was staring straight at me. I was frozen in fear for what felt like a few minutes as we both just stared at each other. I then started walking slowly backwards to the road. I kept eye contact with it the whole time and I just said something silly like, OK, I'll be going now. As I walked away up the road, I kept looking back and for a while, I could still see it watching me, until I lost sight of it among the trees. My walk got quicker, then I was jogging, and it didn't take long before I was sprinting the two miles I had left. I ran in, I locked my door, and jumped straight into bed with all my clothes on. And honestly, this encounter has really done my head in for the past 32 years. But recently, after listening to you retelling the accounts from others, I think it's time for me to share it. I'm convinced it falls into the werewolf, dogman, shut category, Deb. I mean, you may use this account as you see fit. I'm just glad to finally get it off my chest. I can understand that. I, I That's quite common. Um, it was the same for me. You, you know, you keep something in for so long. And then suddenly you share with something out of your normal circle of people you trust and it just all comes out, it all comes spilling out. And I'll be honest, I feared sharing my account with the world, but actually doing it felt entirely different, I have to be honest. I think for a, a few decades I was just fearing the fear. I think one of the other things that helped me, I found very beneficial and validating was when other people from my area came forward and explained that they'd seen something too um and not too far away from where i lived is the legend of the perch man or percher and he is said to be around seven feet tall he hides in the trees he has red eyes um and he scares you know people in the area 
And not too far away from that is the area of Winter Hill and Rivington. And as many of you know, that's an area that I do a lot of research in. Now, in the year 2000, from like the 2000s, um, there are a number of reports in the Winter Hill area of a red-eyed creature or creatures. Two men driving from the reservoir late one night saw a tall, dark figure with red eyes watching them as they passed. And the driver described a humanoid shape with a round head and it was around seven feet tall and about four foot wide at the chest and shoulders. The driver went back in daylight to see if there were any reflectors that could account for the red eye shine, but he couldn't find anything that would explain away what he saw. Now, in October 2020, two men encountered a red-eyed creature in the same area. Um, I was contacted by a lady named Jackie and she wanted to make a report on behalf of her partner, Dave, and his friend, Adam. And they'd had a terrifying experience the evening before she contacted me. Now, I know Jackie because she's um, organised and is a member of the Todmorden UFO group that meet on a Tuesday in Toddy. And she'd asked me if I wanted to do um, a talk at one of the shows. And then, unfortunately, COVID kicked in, but we kept in touch. So that was the reason she contacted me when Dave and Adam had the strange experience. Um, And she explained that Dave and his friend had found a strange sheep carcass that was still steaming when they approached it on Winter Hill. And as they were discussing what animal could have possibly made that kill, they both heard a rumbling, growling sound. Now, that night, the men were walking on the road that leads up to Winter Hill, and they were around three quarters of a mile away from the Chinese gardens. Now, an area where there is a previous sighting of an upright humanoid figure that became known as Bear Man. They arrived, they got the guns out of the car, and they set off. They both had torches, and as they walked... Dave realised that Adam had almost stepped into a carcass of some kind. So shining their torches onto it, they both saw a sheep that seemed to have been almost pulled in half. The carcass was steaming, even with the rain and the cold night air. Now, whatever had killed it couldn't be too far away, as this was a very fresh kill. Adam described the carcass as unusual, and the head was missing. And the rib cage was snapped into two. Dave agreed and he said it looked as if it had been pulled into two pieces. Now, at first, Adam thought Dave made the growl. And as he was about to ask him that, Dave was speaking and the growl came again. But alarmed by the sheep, they got the torches out and they started to scan around looking to see what had growled. As I said, Adam thought Dave was maybe messing with him, but as as Dave was speaking, the growl came again. And they quickly scanned the darkness, and Dave saw a dark, stocky shape with a reddish eye shine, watching them in the torchlight. Now the shape dipped out of view and was gone, and they both left quickly and got back into the car. Both men were really shaken up. Adam stated he felt almost hysterical, and was laughing just due to fear. He's not prepared to return up to the hill at night alone, he said, which he's done in the past many, many times. Even though they were both armed, the men felt it would have been impossible to shoot 
whatever was out there with them, due to the sheer size of the dark shape and the sound of the growl. They both felt the growl came from something big. Adam turned his gun into a club at this point, as he said he knew shooting it would be absolutely pointless. Adam also stated you could feel the growl, not just hear it. Now, the remaining sheep in the field had flocked together and looked scared and worried. They were acting really strange. The growling continued all throughout the event. It was a loud, rumbling, growling noise. Adam wondered if this could be paranormal, as the growl was incredibly scary. And they both felt watched and stalked all the way back to the car. It was around midnight on a wet night, and they saw no humans on their way in or the way out of the area. Dave said, to cover his fear, I think we need bigger guns. And they laughed kind of nervously. They pulled over at this point and tried to get themselves together. Adam stated he felt helpless and nervous and it was a sickening feeling, almost like fighting something you can't see in the dark. After the event, the men tried to find the ground using Google to listen to known animal recordings here in the UK on their phones. They didn't find a match with anything. The only sound that matched was the reported noise of a werewolf on a recording that they found on YouTube. Both men agreed the sound was the same, the same sound that they heard that evening. Now, as I said, the red-eye reports and mystery growling creatures are found in every county in the UK. There are many regional names for them, too many to list here, but ordinary people going about daily tasks when they are confronted by the impossible. Our latest report um, came in in March 2021, only a few weeks ago now, and that was in the Penkridge area, and that was a gentleman who was driving... um, there was a diversion due on the M6, so he had to go past Alrady Cottage at the roundabout there. And he said that a number of deer in the road were kind of transfixed on something in the woodland um, and the cars had to drive around the deer. And then he saw a set of red reflection. He actually went back the next day, um, but he felt not very comfortable and he got back in the car and he didn't bother... But the next time he went, he said he felt a bit better and he got out and he looked and he couldn't find anything. There was no reflectors or anything like that out there that could account for these red eyes, these red reflections that he'd see. And as I said, that was just um, two or three weeks ago now. And then I've got another report that come in from Bristol. Um, Lee Woods at Bristol, many of you will know it. There's some strange accounts that come out of there. Um, and this witness had got in touch with me through an article that I'd put out in my blog and she said I came across your story that you wrote about the Lee Woods witness accounts I'm local to the area I always have been and I've also had some strange occurrences happen to me there as I used to visit the woods a lot as a young girl and also when I was much older my last venture there was so strange I haven't been back since In my youth, we'd spend some nights in the woods and there'd be lots of us. Um, Sometimes there'd be like 20 plus cars and we'd just hang out. We'd park in a circle with the car lights pointing inwards so that the middle was all lit up. One night when I walked towards my car to get something, 
I saw red glowing eyes watching us from the dark. The eyes were about the height of the bumper on my car. I've never even told anyone about that before. That was about in the 80s, I would imagine. Then, about 10 years ago, I was out in Lee Woods, a place I know like the back of my hand, and yet I got lost. I was wandering around trying to get my bearings and I came across this weird stick house. It was weaved together with branches and vines. It was open to the elements and you could see into it. I had no idea who or what made it. But the experience of being lost in a place you know well has stopped me going back. I haven't returned in the last 10 years. I was confused and completely turned around. And that shouldn't happen. Our next sighting report takes us to Mitchett in Hampshire, an area close to Deepcut. And the witness says, I want to report a potential strange sighting in a small nature reserve. The sighting happened about a month ago when I was driving back from a friend's late at night. I'd just turned off the A331 at Mitchett and I'd gone over the bridge and I was approaching a small nature reserve on my left when all of a sudden I saw two red eyes on what looked like red eyes in the darkness. As I got close to the eyes, I initially thought they could be car rear lights or something like that. I saw no cars travelling up the small track, though, into the reserve, which naturally creeped me out. And as I passed where the red eyes were, I lost sight of them. I saw nothing but darkness. I didn't see a figure or a car, so I'm not quite sure what I saw, but it was really creepy. This could have been someone walking with a red torch, I suppose. But who walks around with a red torch light at night? Plus, I saw two red eyes in the darkness. Or what looked like red eyes. Could it have been a black dog sighting or something supernatural, do you think? Or something else, such as a car driving up the track, even though there was no sign of a car? Now, whilst this sighting could be nothing... I thought that I'd report it to you, as I found it really creepy and interesting. I have no explanation for what I saw. Another person who's had a really strange experience is a lass named Jory Lakers, and this happened in 2016 um, in the Buxton area. So Jory, as I say, um, had a frightening confrontation with a different kind of monster in the Grinlow Woods. Jory was walking a puppy piper for the first time and they're both on a path up to Solomon's Temple above Poole's cabin where a large black dog came bolting towards them. Nothing unusual with today's dog walkers, to be honest, walking with dogs off the lead and quite selfish. Until you consider that this dog's eyes were a blazing red colour. Afraid that they were under attack, Jory scooped Piper up in her arms but the demonic hound, as she described it, just ran past them. Nevertheless, she was understandably upset and shocked. She said, I stood there shaking for a minute, thinking that this owner would be by shortly and I could mention he or she should really keep a beast like that on a lead. But there was no one. I'm pretty sure we were the only ones in the woods at the time. We didn't see a soul except for the red-eyed dog. I haven't seen it since, and I'm quite glad about it. I do get some funny looks when I recount the tale. People think I'm making the red eyes up, but I swear that I saw them.
Now, you don't have to travel to lonely dark moors or dark woodlands to encounter these beings. You know, sometimes these red-eyed things are seen inside the home. During World War II, a newspaper ran a report on the strange case of the red-eyed beast. Now, the story centres around a four-year-old British girl who was sent to bed for the night, but no matter how hard she tried, the girl could not drop off to sleep. Sitting on the edge of a bed, fiddling with the ornament knobs and staring out the window, the girl heard a scratching noise in the room. Then, out of the corner of her eye, a massive black dog appeared and it trotted in front of her, turning its head to stare at her as it passed between the bed and the window. She said it had very large, very red eyes, which glowed from inside as if lit up. And as it looked at me, I was quite terrified and much more aware of the creature's breath, which was warm and as strong as a gust of wind. But before it reached the door, it vanished. Thank you very much for joining me. And I'll see you all next week. Good night, everyone. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.